Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. In this episode, we're continuing our Investing Through Auction series with a practical podcast focused on how to buy in the new normal. The pandemic saw a massive shift to online auctions and brought with it a rise in newcomers to the auctions market. In this episode, I'm chatting with Head of Sales at 574 Max Mason and Managing Partner of Howard Benjamin, VJ Parrick, to learn more about how to buy at auctions, the increasing importance of due diligence, how to make sure you get the very best deal and don't get carried away, and how online auctions are proving to be key in attracting a more diverse buying group to real estate. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the EG Property Podcast and the latest in our series on investing through auctions. And this uh, episode, we're going to give you some practical advice, actually. And if you are a newcomer to the world of auctions, or perhaps you've been out of the market for a little while over the last 18 months or so, we're going to be giving you some insights into how to buy sell at auction in a new normal. And uh, joining me today, I have two experts. I'm going to hand over to each of them shortly, just to give us a little brief introduction. And uh, and then we'll get right into how, how this year is ending, I suppose, in the auctions market and how we're going to see 22 uh, running out. Uh, first, I'm going to pass over to Vijay. Vijay, how are you doing? Hi Sam, how are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me on the EG podcast. Always great to be here. Always a pleasure. Great. So 2020 and 2021 have been an interesting time for auctions. Um, Prior to 2020, uh, there was a lot of talk about auctions moving online and traction because of COVID. Uh, meant that auctions had to move online. So the the ballroom auction moved across into the online and and I'd say that they've been largely successful. It's been a very busy time for the auctioneers, um, A, grappling with new technology, uh, some who were were first out of the block in in terms of that technology prior to COVID. But auctions have been active, very busy. And the the great thing about auctions is that it gives access to uh, market for individuals who perhaps wouldn't have access to properties. And it's a very, very good way in terms of buying properties and even even selling properties if you are a seller. Um, Certainty in terms of once the hammer goes down or, or, or the timing on the online auction finishes, um, and the virtual gavel goes down, as it were. Um, exchange of contracts have taken place, and therefore you you're, you're, you've agreed to purchase that property at that particular price, and therefore there is no none of this uh, best bids process, which which sometimes frustrates buyers in terms of private treaty investors. So a great time for for auctioneers um, and also buyers and sellers in terms of buying and selling property. Um, so perfect timing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, thank you. And Max, how are you? How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been a very interesting time, as VJ said. I mean, we've uh, we were sort of, I guess, in a different position to a lot of other auctioneers in terms of that we were already an online auctioneer prior to prior to the pandemic. Um, that was probably quite nice for me especially not having to 
have a bit of a mad rush to get ourselves online and get ourselves set up, we could just continue business as normal. Um, but frankly, I think it was I think it was great for the auction market in general that you know we and several other auctioneers had trialed and and we were practically using um, you know this this online way of selling and buying before this pandemic happened. It allowed there to be a very very smooth transition for the entire market because there were products and and various services available to enable us to do this. I think you know if this had happened. Hmm, well, even five years ago or ten years ago, um, we'd have been in a very, very different position. So it's it's really good, I think, for the for the property industry, but particularly auctions in general, that we we had the means and the capability to to enable this change. Um, 2021 carried on very similar to how 2020 was, which was pretty strong. Um, there's been there's been plenty of transactions, there's been plenty of demand, and I think the online forum as it were and the the, the means of marketing online has has actually in, in my opinion improved accessibility for a lot of people to to get into property so we've seen a, a big uptick in first time investors or new investors coming into the market and obviously um you know we spend a fair amount of time making sure that they get the right advice and they're acclimatized to buying in this way but uh, it's surely a great thing for the industry that we are getting all of these new entrants Absolutely. You know, everyone will know that one of my favourite things to talk about is um, diversity and inclusion. I think getting more and more people into the the auction room, whether it's in in real in real life or online, is is brilliant because we'll get that diversity of of buyers. And you know, we're, we're going to focus this session today on those on those newcomers, I suppose, and what they need to know about this this new new world that they may they may have um, dabbled in 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 2020 and 2021. And I'm really interested to hear from from you, Max, about that. Um, improved accessibility and just what people need to need to understand i suppose if they if they come across um uh 574 and they and they like some of the properties that they they see how do they sort of get involved and what do they what do they need to know um well yeah i think the, the great thing about this is the accessibility of it and also the comfort you know people can do their due diligence and have accessibility to this property hopefully as well as they could in an auction room from the comfort of their own home. I think I personally found that the in-room auctions can have a, be quite closed off um, and can have the same people in them. This is hopefully much more opened out, but in terms of getting people, you know, accustomed to buying online, the, the great thing about it is you can provide as much information as you want on any lot page. So each of our properties has their own specific and bespoke lot page. And each of those pages has uh, a number of documents associated with it, including very, very simple buyer's guides, uh, very simple guides to due diligence. Um, we work with services that recommend solicitors for people to help them with their due diligence. Um, and th the great thing is, as soon as something new comes along, if there's a new technology or a new service line, um, we can very easily just tweak our lot pages to promote that so that at any time, at any point in time, bidders are getting the most up-to-date information and service that we can possibly provide them. Um, so by keeping that live updating going, um, we are always making sure that everyone, everyone has everything they need. 
Excellent. And Vijay, are there any are there any pitfalls to that, or any anything that people need to be aware of if they are new to the world of online auctions? Yeah, whether it's online auctions or or the the traditional ballroom auctions, the 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 fact is that, as I said previously, once once that gavel goes down, uh, once your bid has been accepted, uh, a binding contract has been entered into, and therefore you you are bound um, to complete that transaction and, and failure to complete that transaction could result in a financial loss. So it really is about the due diligence that you do in advance of, of um, bidding at auction. And, and really the, the auctioneers have been very good in terms of pressing upon vendors to provide full legal pack documentation um, in advance of the auction and therefore those, those can be accessed online uh, via the auctioneer's website um, but it's really about having a look at the property if you if you are um, new to this we would suggest that you go and view the property at least or or know someone in the area who can view the property on your behalf um, that always gives you a first indication whether that, that is the right property for you um, secondly, have the legal pack reviewed. Um, check check the legal pack over. Make sure that it's complete. There's a full set of legal papers, including searches, and, and get some advice. Get some advice. You know, we we happily do this for our clients, um, and we would we would advise on the legal pack and the documentation. So, really, you're buying what's and all at the end of the day. Once once that hammer does go down. And if you think in a traditional buying process can take anything between four to four to eight weeks to an exchange of contracts, the auction timescales are much more smaller from that point of view. So it really is about getting due diligence done and making sure that you're comfortable, you're happy with the property, you've had the document, legal documentation reviewed, um, and and everything is everything is um, as it should be. So let, let's talk about getting ready to to bid. I suppose the the world of real estate has been through quite quite the change over the last eighteen eighteen months. We've seen, you know, never before did we think we'd really talk about the possibility of offices being entirely redundant. We knew that retail might be a little bit redundant, but it people have had to learn a lot about real estate and how it operates over the last eighteen eighteen months or so. If you are new to this this market how important is it that you really do do your homework about your your tenant um the location that you're buying in the 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 state of the industry max do you want to kick us off with that one 100 i mean yeah following from what vijay said i think yeah the first point is always due diligence you know there's 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 no more important thing frankly when you're purchasing a property i think one thing you cannot cut corners on is your due diligence you must see these properties and you know frankly i don't think there is much of a replacement for that online um you know we do offer videos of some properties to help with initial inquiries but we would always say supplement that by viewing a property yourself um it is completely vital and in the grand scheme of things when you're spending multiple thousands of pounds on property it is uh it is not a small it's, it's a very small proportion expense to um to carry out your due diligence properly and make sure you get the appropriate advice i think um beyond that you know the, the process of of purchasing has changed somewhat um in terms of 
legislation as well. I mean, we before COVID, um, one of the big talking points was anti-money laundering and the market adjusting towards providing appropriate documentation to ensure that auctioneers and agents can perform those checks. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to say that I think as that's become more enforced by auctioneers and agents, the um, the um, provision of those documents by bidders has been a lot more forthcoming. And that is now a very smooth and streamlined process. So I think there's been big improvements and big, big changes, but also big improvements on the on the slickness of of any of any purchase. Mm. Um, but you know, again, fundamentally, real estate, the other um, sim- different to any other asset, be it stocks or bonds, is you have control. You have an ability to to change the status quo of your property, whether it be by development, asset management, leasing, letting, whatever it is you choose to do. So knowing your market is, again, fundamental um, because there's, there's, you know, you have control over the value of your asset. If you pick or if you find the appropriate tenant with a strong covenant, you can you compress your yield and, and get a better result for yourself. So it's fundamental to know your market and know what you're getting into, but also to think about the opportunities that you can create with each property you purchase. And if, if um, people could see this podcast, they would have seen you nodding along there, there, VJ. Yeah, he's, uh, he's spot on at the end of the day. And, and and the beauty about property is that everyone sees it differently. So an individual may see it as, a, as an opportunity to add value to it, own or occupy it, or uh, extend it, convert it. And, and that's the beauty of um, property. You can add value and... Uh, everyone sees properties differently uh, and it's about doing your doing your due diligence ensuring that your your end use for that property or what you intend to do with that property is going to be appropriate um so absolutely and frankly that's the great thing about auctions as well is that auctions create this melting pot of multiple interested parties um, all of them, as VJ said, with different ideas and that friction and competition between those different ideas, you know, results in, in best value, um, mm. which is why a lot of vendors choose to go down the auction route because it has that transparency, but also that, that all encompassing um, um, reach to it, which means that all of those ideas are considered and crystallized in the market. Let, let's um, let's stick with that then. And if there is this this melt, I like that a melting pot of um, different parties with different ideas for for any assets that might be on offer at auction. How do how do how do I? Let's pretend I'm I'm uh, I've got some money in the bank and I'm gonna gonna spend <laughs> spend it at auction. I wish. Uh, <laughs> um, how do I go about <clears throat> making sure that I? Um, bidding in the right way, you know, I'm going to win. How do I, how do I play out against the the other people that um, are either bidding with me online or might or might be in the room? Oh God, there's there's multiple tactics to this one. Um, <laughs> I I am personally a fan of bidding in a in a certain way. So our system and, and many other auctioneer systems allow for um, what you used to have in ballrooms, like proxy bids where you would enter your maximum bid amount and the auctioneer would effectively bid on your behalf from the rostrum against the room. Um, we now have a situation where obviously there, there is, in lots of cases, no auctioneer and it's all a computer screen and uh, 
but we have a system by which we allow parties to enter proxy bids instead of bidding live. And the system bids on their behalf up to their maximum amount. Um, I encourage people to do this. And um, I think it, it helps in a lot of ways. Um, it stops people. And Sam, if I was advising you, this is sort of what I would say is um, it stops you getting carried away. Uh, auctions are at the end of the day, a very emotional process. Um, and, you know, as a buyer, if you want to stop yourself getting carried away, setting a maximum price and simply leaving your computer alone and just um, seeing if you win or not, because either you're going to win for that price or less. So it's a very, very simple way to stop yourself getting carried away, to make sure you spend the money that you want to spend, having done your due diligence. Um, but also, I think it has an added effect, uh, proxy bids, which is that in terms of the psychology of other bidders, it can uh, help, I think the best phrase to use is chase people off. Um, mm -hmm. If you're proxy bidding, uh, it shows up immediately after someone else bids, and therefore the other bidders think that you have um, a massive pot of money and will potentially duck out a little bit earlier than they would have. Um, so I think that in terms of bidding strategy and in terms of advising you, um, that, that would be a, uh, one of my major recommendations. I feel like you know me well, Max, that I would definitely get carried away. <laughs> BJ, any thoughts Everyone does. Well, I, I, I think as Max says, once, once you set yourself a limit, um, and, and try and stick to that limit at the end of the day. And, and I've seen in certainly in the ballroom auctions, people are very emotional. They, they, they do get carried away. Um, as the as the auctioneer phrases, it's only another another five thousand pounds, one more bid, and that's it. Another five thousand pounds ten times is quite a lot of money. So it is about setting a limit and and being comfortable in in the parameters which you're operating. Um, so yeah. And and then what about the? Sorry, Max. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it seems a it seems a silly thing to, to for an auctioneer to be saying that we are almost advising people not to bid as much as they might do. Um, but at the end of the day, our, our, yes, our duty is to our clients, but our duty is to get a sale for our clients. And, you know, that means having not just the highest bid, but the best buyer. And by encouraging very emotional bidding to very high levels, um, you are sometimes potentially putting the sale in general at risk and putting putting the buyer at risk of, of pushing themselves out of their budget and uh, into the range of non-completions. Um, so yes, of course, we're always trying to get best value for our clients, but providing this sort of advice to bidders um, is making sure that you are, you know, keeping keeping control over the sale and keeping the right purchaser in in the in the um, in the mix. Hundred percent. So, sorry, I was just going to add is is that I think there's also an overriding duty for you, for the intention of the buyer to come back into into the auctions and buy again. So, it is it is about providing that entire service of um, transparency and being open and and helping people with this process because it's first time for many people. And we started off this conversation, didn't we, about the the fact that lots of new people have come into into the market over the last eighteen months because it has been opened up. So I suppose there's a there's a bit of a moral duty as well to keep um, showing people that this is a 
a transparent a a a friendly market in which to which to which to play and invest and and not a market where you, uh, you're going to get screwed over i suppose yeah oh, absolutely we want this market to grow you know we we've talked about on this series of podcasts we've talked in the past about how auctions makes up a, a small relatively small percentage of total property transactions um and you know new entrance to the market as we're seeing now is a is a fantastic thing and it's absolutely our duty to make sure that they are comfortable with this method of purchasing and that they return to auctions multiple times and then hopefully one day you know when it comes to they've built a little portfolio there and they also use us to to sell their properties as well because it is at the end of the day it's a fantastic method of buying and selling and we just want people to see that excellent and and if let's talk about um so i've bid on my property hopefully i'm successful and i put my proxy bid in so i haven't over overspent but i haven't got quite all all the money i'm going to need to go and get some get some financing what do what do i as a, a buyer need to know in terms of who, who i go to for that lending what i need to know about about the money that is going to um back up my cold hard equity uh, there, there's certainly uh, a number of lenders out there um, and bridge finance companies, but really is is looking at um, brokers and, and individuals who can help you. So certainly in terms of do your research uh, and, and approach people early, um, the auction process allows only between um, four to six weeks unless agreed otherwise for completion and therefore that entire due diligence process from a bank's point of view has to be completed within that time. Um, the tricky tricky side of it with, with the lender is that once you have exchanged contracts at auction, you're bound to complete. So you should be comfortable that the lender will perform within those parameters um, and, and make sure that those monies are available. What we found in, in recent years that our clients, rather than risk waiting for the lender to come through with the funds, they will raise money on their existing portfolios, whether it's their own residential properties or other properties, um, and, and then refinance subsequently after they've completed the transaction. So that can, certainly takes the pressure off and it gives a certainty that the individual is able to purchase and complete. But from a from a banking and lending point of view, again, that full legal pack is important. They may require a valuation in, in most circumstances. They will require a valuation of the property, which will mean inspection of the property. So really talk to the auctioneers in advance, build up a relationship with the auctioneers and explain that they are going to be um, requiring valuations and, and what is the access uh, rights to get in there to to have a valuation undertaken um, some properties are tenanted and therefore we have to fit inspection around those those tenants yeah absolutely cj hit the nail on the nose there i think the only other thing we can do um sort of uh, or particularly i guess myself is as, since we're part of lambert's Patanton and you know a multifaceted property <laughs> advisory company not just an auctioneer uh, we do have a property finance team. So one of the things we always try and do, and this is for your hypothetical buyer, Sam, is that you know we always try and get indicative terms from some lenders that we deal with on a regular basis. 
Um, we try to get those terms in advance. And if we do have those terms, we provide them as part of the auction particulars, um, just to let people know these, this is roughly what you know, a lender expects to be able to lend on this property. Um, and that's to stop them going over, but it's also you know, prepping the lender for a potential finance deal. So it's, it, it works both ways and helps all parties prepare for this transaction because as Vijay said, the timescales are very, very short to get a full finance deal arranged. I'm interested to know as well, actually, if, if the auctions market is, is picking up and, and particularly for first time investors, is the lending market too, are we seeing more interest from, from lenders to, to finance um, uh, buyers through, through auction? Is it a, is a growing part of the market too? I, I, I would say yes. Um, the, the the market is that there is finance available. It's that time process which uh, is is a tricky tricky side of it. But certainly there is there is um, finance available um, to to acquire properties through the auction process. Just to um, start to round us up, I suppose, VJ. Just a few, I guess, maybe like three top tips from you for. Um, newcomers into this market and how and so what what they should be doing what they should be looking out for and why actually it's in it's in the interests of of the auctions market of the real estate market in in uh, its entirety to to welcome new new people and new players into the market well certainly look at the, at the end of the day we 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 need an active property market. Everyone relies upon uh, churn in that market in terms of property transactions, whether it's at a higher price or a lower price. The market market always moves, and at the end of the day, it it is a market, um, and prices do move over a period of time. Um, at the end, you know, we we do want to see more people using the auction process, um, as as Max and other auctioneers in the past have said. It only amounts to a very small amount of um, transactions via auction, but there is there is ample reasons why auctions are a good way to transact property. Um, and in fact, when when you think of all the commodities any 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 product you can buy and sell online and all, uh, property was perhaps one of the ones which were lagging behind in that whole process and now now certainly with covid that's accelerated along and and certain some auction houses had already put in place online auctions so really it's it's a very good way in terms of buying and selling properties whether you're buyer or seller and really, we do want to have more people using this process in terms of acquiring property because it does give access to market. You don't have to particularly, from an auctioneer's point of view, they don't have to wait for specific auction dates. They can have an online auction at any point in time um, without having the whole full ballroom, ballroom uh, auction experience. The attraction of getting um, nationally or, or even internationally access to properties uh, via the auction is, is, is a great way to uh, transact and, and, and bring properties to the market. So in terms of, in terms of uh, for, for a buyer who's, who's coming into the auction market for the first time, as I've said, you know, do your due diligence uh, early view the property, have the legal pack checked, speak to the auctioneers. The auctioneers are very approachable. You can talk to them about the property 
um, and they may actually even put you in touch with, as, as Max has explained, they've got a banking team um, and finance, so they can actually help you on that side of things and really start having conversations early about properties and really thinking about what you want to achieve with that property. Is that one which you're going to go and live in and owner occupy? Is that one which you're going to refurbish and sell on? And if you are going to refurbish and sell on, perhaps auction is another way forward where you can then go on and trade that property in the future. So is it fit for purpose? And um, I wish everyone the best of luck with that process. Thank you, VJ. So, Max, just rounding up the conversation there with um, your three top tips um, for, for anyone new to the to the auctions market. And also just a little um, touch point on why it's important for real estate that we attract more investors and buyers from all different um, different places, different backgrounds to, to the market and why auctions can be that perfect route in. Um, so, yeah, I think starting on that, that opening point is that property has been seen as, as something that's a bit closed off from, um, from wider markets and from wider consumers. And that's hopefully something that, that online auctions and auctions in general is, is changing. But uh, I think people are becoming more, of aware, more aware of the potential uh, for property to, to generate returns and as an investment uh, option. And so, yeah, we can only just hope to improve access to that, both to, you know, improve the diversity of buyers, as we've talked about, but also to, um, you know, hopefully, again, improve pricing for our clients and to improve um, certainty of sale for our clients. So I think improving the, the potential pool of buyers out there works for both buyers and sellers. Um, in terms of top three tips for auction, uh, the first, is, as VJ has said, is due diligence. I mean, you've, you've got to know what you're buying when it comes to auction. You are exchanging contracts. You are bound to complete. You, you absolutely must know what you're buying. And frankly, that's the same with, with any, um, any product out there. You know, we, we've talked about uh, buying online, buying stuff on Amazon, whatever it is. Um, you still want to know that you, what you're buying is, is legitimate and is what is described. Um, so you need to make sure that you know what it is you're buying. Um, the second tip is read, uh, and this is almost linked to it, but is read the auction terms and conditions. Um, read what it is you're subscribing to. Um, there are different auction houses out there that do different things. There's different terms for the auctions. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's totally different methods of buying and selling within the subset of auctions. So know what it is you're signing up to. Um, and then, yeah, as, as Vijay said, again, speak to the auctioneers. You know, we are, we are here to help. Um, this is a service industry and, you know, there is no shortage of advice. Either you can ask the auctioneer um, or you can get your own advice. And, you know, there are, there are so many different firm service lines out there that are there to offer advice for buyers. Um, and it, it's absolutely worth doing. Brilliant, brilliant advice. So, and I have just one to add, which is if anyone is thinking of buying an auction, they obviously need to listen to this podcast. So it's got some great advice from, from both yourself, Max, and, and Vijay there. I hope that everyone has um, been scribbling down if you are scribbling down notes if you are planning to to buy auctions, whether you're new new to it or or not. But for now, um, please join me in thanking our guests today, Max and Vijay.